This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Shad. I am a writer for the Viking Age Zone coverage. Bring me the news and the Brookings Register. And we do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also in podcast form on Apple and Spotify the very next day. But however you consume us, make sure you rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. We can spread the word to the masses. Now, my guest, you see her on the screen right now she is a native of andover minnesota she has written for a plethora of viking sites but has been working as a writer and editor for the vikings entertainment network since 2015 and her name is Lindsay young thanks for coming on the show Lindsay. how you been i'm good chris it's always fun to hop on with you and and talk football and talk life i've been good just kind of you know adjusting to uh, tra- you know, the off season and we're working on a lot of kind of recaps of this past season and kind of in a in a different mind mode, I guess you could say, but I'm doing well. And you mentioned the off season. That's exactly where I want to talk with you about because we're going to we're going to do a little bit differently here. We're going to start with the off season. We're going to go into some causes that the Vikings have been involved in because you do a great job of ho- highlighting those. And then we're going to talk about Sunday's NFC championship. So let's start with the Vikings off season because I've had my moments of I would call them frustration, maybe even anger with this team. Uh, throughout the last couple of weeks, just because of the way the season ended. But then I kind of pause and I start thinking, if I'm this frustrated, if I'm this drained after the season, how did the players kind of handle this? So, I mean, here's what I want to ask you. You know, after this season, going one and four, coming back, having Kirk get hurt, having Justin get hurt, uh, Justin Jefferson, of course. You know, how draining or how much of a toll mentally did this season take on the Vikings throughout the year? You know, it's hard for me to to answer maybe how the how the players reacted or I guess how it 
how it impacted them. But I can say, like, they definitely seem to, to use a cliche, like, roll with the punches. I mean, like you said, the ups and downs of this season were insane. Um, I know for me, just working for the team and covering the team, like, it was emotionally exhausting, like, seeing Kirk get hurt, seeing um, JJ get hurt, seeing, you know, the the different quarterbacks and just kind of, the, the like, high highs and low lows of this season were a lot. Um, I do think that, like, it would be ignorant to say that teams wouldn't be affected by that. Like, I think it's just natural. Um, but I do think it's true that, you know, every NFL season, you don't know what's going to happen. There's always um, highs and lows. And I do think that in general, like the players handle it really well. Um, I do think that comes from, you know, leadership and Coach O'Connell and the rest of the coaching staff. And I think like they just have a gift for staying pretty even keel, despite like the highs and lows. Um, And even though like it's such a cliche to say in football, right, like we're taking it one game at a time. But like you do see that like when when you're in the locker room, when you're in media availabilities, you just see these guys like focused on the next game that's coming up. And I think that helps to not kind of have that overwhelmed feeling or that, you know, emotional roller coaster. Um, But it definitely was a unique season. Like the the hurdles were, you know, intense this year. Um, And but even some of the high highs, like when when Justin had to go on IR and then we did have a, a win streak there in the middle and like there was a lot of energy around the team. Um, you saw a lot of guys that maybe wouldn't have gotten opportunities get opportunities. So there was a lot of excitement around that. But then, of course, like the results in the final record is not what the team wanted. And so it's just hard to see it end like that. It's hard to see guys who really are like giving it their all and things just aren't clicking or not coming together the way they wanted. So um all of that to say, like, I think the team handled it pretty well. I don't know how well I handled it. <laughs> it was it was definitely, like, an emotional season. Um, but there are, like, so many positive things to look forward to. And, like, I get it. I'm an optimist. But, like, I really do get excited about the off season and just kind of to see what's going to come next. Yeah, you talked about those highs and those lows. I think the biggest valley was when Kirk Cousins get got hurt because, you know, when Justin Jefferson suffered his injury, you know, there was this optimism like, okay, it's going to be four to six weeks. He'll be yep. back. You know, everything will be it. Kirk goes down and it wasn't just the fans who were like, what do we do now? It was the players. There were, you know, I, I think it was Dalton Reisner was in tears at, in the locker room and Brian O'Neill was talking about Kirk Cousins leadership at the end of the year. You know, as someone who is not in that locker room and everything else, there was always this kind of like whisper that maybe, you know, Kirk didn't have the same pull in the locker room or anything like that. Over the last two years, that's increased. A lot of people have commended Kirk on his leadership. Uh, Everybody in the locker room has definitely bought into him. So what do you think since Kirk, we can even go all the way back to 2018. How has Kirk kind of grown and become a leader for this team to the point where they might bring him back after in August, everybody kind of thought, okay, this is the last run with Kirk and re-signing him is a real possibility. You know, what I would say is I actually don't think that his leadership is anything new to the guys in the locker room. Um, I think that there is a different like perception of Kirk from fans and from the media over these past two years, I think you're you're dead on with that. Um, I think like ever since 2018, teammates have spoken really high of 
Kirk and of his leadership and the way that that he interacts with them and and kind of this this respect that he garners in the locker room. I think um, outwardly to fans, to media publicly, in press conferences, etc., I think he's opened up so much more over these past two years. And so I think you see a little bit more of who he is as a person. And I think, um, you know, it was really cool at the end of the season to see him win the Corey Stringer Media Good Guy Award. Um, If anyone doesn't know what that is, it's basically an award that's uh, given by the local uh, media members. They uh, beat reporters, I should say. I don't believe it's voted on by um, TV stations, but it's voted on by the beat reporters, and it's basically given to someone who was great to the media all season, was willing to answer the tough questions, was available, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and Kirk won that this year. And as he was kind of receiving that award and talking about it, he admitted himself that like, hey, I've I've opened up a lot, especially this past season. Um, you know, kind of shown a lot of who he is, given a lot of access quote unquote. Um, and it's really been a positive experience. And I think there's probably a variety of factors. I think um, part of it is just his relationship that he had with Kevin O'Connell when he came in here. And I think just like the energy that that brought. But I also think like doing the Netflix quarterback show, I think seeing that and sort of like giving this peek into his like life on the field, but also off of the field and sort of who he is, what's important to him and seeing like how positive, generally positive, I would say like the reception was to that show. There were a lot of people who were like, wow, like Kirk is really fun to watch or he's really authentic. Like this is who he really is. And so I think maybe seeing part of that too, like just sort of gave him that confidence to open up. So yeah, I don't think that the leadership has changed within the locker room. I think it's always been there, but I do think that he's kind of just become this more open person publicly and it's been really cool to see. And I think you're seeing that with more players across the league. Like I remember when you and I were kids, like you never learned about people under the helmet. I think it was was either Warren Sapp or Chad. uh, Now he's Ocho Cinco, but Chad Johnson back in the day saying, you know, NFL doesn't get to do a good job of marketing these players underneath the helmet. And now you have avenues, you have quarterback, you have hard knocks, you have, um, I'm trying to think of like other shows. Like there's just so much it, like the Vikings do what, what's it called? The journey uh, V E N. Oh, um, um, the voyage. Yep. The voyage. Yes. yes. Yeah. Where they kind of follow uh, the Vikings throughout the season. Like, you know, there's YouTube content, there's everything like you get to know who these people are. And really that was kind of the reason I wanted to have you on because we could talk X's and O's. Like, honestly, there's a little bit of like, should he stay? Should he go type of fatigue? But like what you do is you find a way to highlight who these people are and what they do. And when I brought that up, you suggested that we should look at some of the things the Vikings do off the field in the community and all those sort of things. So you gave me a list of organizations that you wanted to chat a little bit about. And uh, one of those organizations was The Link. It's founded by former Vikings Jim Marshall and Oscar Reed in 1991. Uh, they continue to grow with 28 programs across the Twin Cities, 150 youth and adult members that support over 2,000 youth and young families each year. So tell us about The Link. What does it do to help the youth in North Minneapolis? Yeah, thanks for giving me the opportunity to do this too. And, you know, I won't go on and on about each one, but I just think it's cool to spotlight 
some causes that are important to our players. And the link was really front of mind because Kirk um, and the offensive line uh, hosted a holiday party, excuse me, in December. Um, It was at the Vikings Museum and it was for uh, young people from the link. And so some were small children and then some um, were up into the teenage years and then a few single parents as well. Um, And the cool thing about the link is I mean, the the connection to the Vikings is awesome that Jim and Oscar really wanted to invest into the youth of North Minneapolis, (coughs) excuse me, and specifically wanted to create this program for them. So it really helps to um, work with youth who are experiencing homelessness, but it kind of goes above and beyond um, a shelter or a safe place for them, which, of course, is first and foremost, it's so important. Um, but it also helps them to find opportunities um, if they're of age to get uh, work, to find work to help them to do that. Um, I was able to talk to one young man who said that uh, a year ago, or maybe I can't remember if it was a year or two years, anyways, uh, a couple of Decembers ago, he was homeless and living in his car. And then he was able to find the link and not only get off the streets, but he now works for the link as a youth ambassador and helps other young people. So it's just really cool. It's a it's a local nonprofit, but it's grown so much and it genuinely changes lives. Um, and so it's cool to see our players really um, find passion about something like that and see them just invest in the kids and and give them a special night like the holiday party that they might not otherwise experience. Um, so the link, if people aren't familiar, like definitely check it out. They do really, really great work here in the cities. Now, you also have the Boys and Girls Clubs, which the Vikings are very intertwined in. Uh, I did a little research on all the groups that you kind of sent me and wanted to talk about here. And when I did this for Boys and Girls Club, there were like photo galleries going back like (laughs) 10 years as to how long they've been partnering with them. You know, how do the Vikings connect with the Boys and Girls Club and help uh, even more youth in the Twin Cities area? So the Boys and Girls Clubs is different than the link in the fact that it's really a national organization, but the Vikings partner with a couple of the Twin Cities clubs. And I think what's cool about that is there are players on the team who like grew up going to Boys and Girls Clubs, going to their after school programs, going to to their weekend programming. Um, And it really is helpful for parents maybe who are working multiple jobs or a single parent to just know that like, their kids are going into programming that they're not going to be getting into trouble. They've got people there to help them with their homework or they can play games or listen to music or, you know, do crafts, get after school snack, all of that kind of stuff that sounds kind of basic, but it's huge, right? If you're a parent that needs that extra support. Um, so CJ Ham is a big one. Josh Metellus, they both grew up going to their own local boys and girls clubs. Of course, CJ Ham in Duluth, Minnesota, Um, And so it's really cool to see them connect every uh, holiday season. CJ Ham and his family, they adopt, um, in quotes, a family from the Boys and Girls Club. And so they find out what that family might need, kind of get a list of of basic things that they need, and then also things that they want, you know, toys that the kids might enjoy that maybe mom and dad can't afford um, or their guardians can't afford. And then they hold this like Christmas party for them. So it's just really cool to see them connect individually with these families. And, you know, it 
might sound basic to some of us who are who are telling these stories or who are learning about it but like these players are making a difference in a really real way and you know there's kids who are going to be CJ Ham fans for forever and it's not because of what he's doing on the field i mean he's a great fullback but like that's not why they love him and so boys and girls clubs is is incredible the other organization that you wanted to chat about and this is this is one that's Probably one of the most more known among Vikings fans is the Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital. Um, a mutual friend of ours, Eric J. Thompson, actually yes. uh, used Kyle Rudolph's end zone, which is for sick children, kind of give him a place to get away from all the treatment or stuff when he had uh, something going on with his daughter. You know, how much has I, I, Kyle Rudolph has been out of the Twin Cities area uh, at least as a Viking for a couple of years now, but how has that end zone area really impacted kids that have uh, attended that hospital? And Chris, you mentioned it. I think that's why I wanted to bring it up just to let people know that like the Vikings are still very involved at that hospital. Um, and Kyle and his family are also very involved, but as you mentioned, you know, they're not in Minnesota full time anymore. Um, but the end zone is this incredible space that Kyle Rudolph did um, help fund and create where, like you said, kids and their families um, can just kind of escape for a little bit from the whole hospital atmosphere and vibe. And um, Masonic Children's Hospital is incredible. Don't get me wrong, but it's nice to be able to kind of escape that atmosphere. Um, but so you had Kyle, you know, move on from the Vikings and then you had COVID where, there were not guests coming in and out of hospitals for obvious reasons um, with the safety protocols. And so there's kind of this gap of having players go in and do hospital visits. Um, But that's been able to start back up again. And it's just really, really cool to see. There are some players who will go and do just individual hospital visits where they'll hang out with kids or, or meet families. Um, And then this past year, the Vikings did something really cool where they essentially set up in a space at the hospital, um, kind of this static auditorium space with um, toys and gifts for people of all ages. And then children who were at the hospital who were going to be hospitalized over the holidays could come down and they could essentially shop for their parents or their siblings or their grandparents um, and pick out these gifts at no cost to them. Um, And then uh, a player's wife or significant other or a Vikings legend would wrap that gift for them. And so it's just really cool that the Vikings have continued that longtime partnership that's really dated back to the days of like John Sullivan and Chad Greenway and that Kyle Rudolph did amazing work there um, and just kind of continuing to carry the torch. And one of those players that is carrying the torch is Harrison Phillips, who is the Walter Payton. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply man of the year award um i should have gotten the exact definition of the award but basically it's the uh, nfl's community service mvp that is how yeah. i would uh describe it basically the player that has had a major impact in the community the winner of that award gets recognized at the nfl honors uh it also gets a patch uh on their jersey and on the back of their helmet for the rest of his career you know, he signed with the Vikings two years ago and mm-hmm. a lot of Buffalo Bills fans were like, hey, you're going to like this guy on the field. You're going to love him off of it. And on the field, you know, it was an interesting season for him because I feel like sometimes he maybe got asked to do a little too much because of the lack of depth along the defensive line. But he was hey. a workhorse. He was playing through injuries at the end and the whole time he was still contributing in the community and being this figure. You know, how has Harrison Phillips made an impact with the Vikings over the past two years? I seriously don't know how he does it. Like, I don't know how he has the type of energy that he has. Um, But it is incredible. Like he like you said, I mean, on the field, like he works so hard. Um, It's not like he is, you know, having to choose which one he's dedicated to. Like he somehow has the energy. um, to give 110% in the Vikings facility on game day. And yet he does the same thing off the field. Um, He has his own foundation called Harrison's Playmakers, which really focuses on youth that have um, developmental uh, disabilities uh, or or differences. I should say he likes to use the word differences. Um, So that's incredible. But he like goes so far beyond his own foundation as well. I think I counted up um, over the past two years, just since he signed with Minnesota, he's done some sort of event or had involvement with um, 19 different nonprofits in the Twin Cities that are not counting his foundation. So whether that's boys and girls clubs, like we talked about hospital visits, um, I know uh, he's he's been involved with... Um, elementary school projects for like reading comprehension and students that might need a little extra support there. He's been involved with social justice causes. Um, He's done stuff with the Viking, the Minnesota Vikings foundation. He's really passionate about animal rescue. His wife Shay is very passionate about that. And it's something that they've done together. And so I was seeing those same messages when we signed Harrison Phillips of Bill's fans being like, 
oh, you're going to love him. He's so great. And like, it's so true. I mean, like, I love to, you know, wax eloquently about our players. I think we have a great locker room that does a lot of amazing things. But like Harrison Phillips was definitely well deserving to be the Vikings nominee for for Walter Payton Man of the Year. And I'm crossing my fingers that he gets it because the work that he does, you know, the difference that he makes in people's lives is like, it's hard to describe truly. And especially through his foundation, these people that have developmental differences, he treats them just like any other person. And he helps them to see that they can have any opportunity that they want. And it's just so empowering to see that. Um, Whether it's with three-year-olds, 10-year-olds, he has a few people in his foundation who are in their 40s who just have developmental challenges and to see the the love that he shows you know that population is it's incredible and of course i think before we kind of move on these are just kind of the tip of the iceberg with what the vikings do as far as yeah. organizations and getting involved in the community especially you know you look back to this year kurt tears his achilles in green bay two year, two days later he's on a scooter at a uh, halloween trick-or-treat event saying hello to people and he's serving meals on crutches on thanksgiving um, the Wolves have done a great job of integrating the Vikings into the community and making sure that they give back because this is a passionate fan base. This is a deserving fan base and one that really it, it's reciprocity. It, it's a lot of the fan base gives a lot to them and the Vikings are make sure to give back. So I think it's good. Not only just you, but the rest of the VEN does a good job of really highlighting some of the stuff they do off the field because a lot of times you don't hear about this stuff and it's pretty damn cool. Thank you so much, Chris, for, for mentioning that. And again, for giving me the opportunity because a lot of these things were things I wasn't aware of before I worked for the team. Um, and I completely understand like that, that, you know, desire for satiation. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to say that word again. Um, <laughs> the desire to like always have this saturation of X's and O's and football content. I get it. Like it makes sense, but I do like to shine a light on some of these um philanthropic efforts as well because they're just so cool and it's good to know about these organizations i would love for fans to check them out and learn more so harrison phillips again will find out if he is the walter payton man of the year Mm -hmm. at the nfl honors which will be held super bowl weekend in las vegas but who will be joining him that's that's my (laughs) attempt at uh being dramatic there championship (laughs) way Yes, championship weekend is this Sunday. Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs. First up will be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I heard somebody on another podcast that I listened to, the Audible, talk about Chiefs fatigue, and I felt that not not because <laughs> the not because of the Taylor Swift stuff or anything. Jason Kelsey can have all the funny wants, you know, running around. I, I did think it was pretty funny because he said on his podcast that was the first time he had met Taylor, and his wife said, <laughs> "Don't screw this up. Don't do anything embarrassing." And next thing you know, he's taking like bowling ball shots and <laughs> the. In the tailgate, and he's running around shirtless, chugging beers and screaming. Um, But the Mahomes heel turn has absolutely been incredible and should be studied in American history books. Um, (laughs) What do you think about the Chiefs and the Ravens? And uh, who do you want to see win this game? Uh, I was like, if I can just go back a week, like I was pulling so hard for the Bills. 
Um, I think for multiple reasons. Like I get what people say when they what I get what people mean when they say Chiefs fatigue, and I I tend to think that happens whenever a team is kind of on top for a while. I think it was the same thing with the Patriots and Tom Brady. Um, and so I certainly don't you know I don't have anything against Patrick Mahomes or any of the Chiefs players, but I was rooting for the Bills to get there just because. They've had this ongoing rivalry with the Chiefs and trying to kind of get over that hump and being in Buffalo, I really thought there was a chance. So I was like really rooting hard for the Bills. Um, But coming into this upcoming game, like, man, I just think the Ravens are extremely hard to beat right now. Like, it just feels like a year where they are firing on all cylinders, you know. Um, Lamar is playing incredibly, like, their defense is playing extremely well. Um, I haven't watched a ton of Ravens games during the regular season, more now that they're in the playoffs. But, like, I think I think the Ravens are going to win this one. Um, obviously, the, the Bills-Chiefs game was close. Um, and I just think, like, Baltimore is – it's unstoppable. Like, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it would be fun to see the Ravens win this one. I think they've got a lot of steam behind them, but – that that's who I'm going to go with. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think the chiefs are going to win, but I really want to see the Ravens win for Lamar Jackson, just because yeah. the last year has been kind of crazy for him. This time mm-hmm. last year, everybody was kind of like, Hey, is he going to sign? Is somebody else going to sign him? Is he going to make money? Like what's going on here? The Ravens lock into him long-term. They support him by like, getting receivers and actual weapons and stuff and an offensive coordinator, uh, Todd Munkin, that was an upgrade over oh, Greg Roman was his name, Greg mm-hmm. Roman. So, you know, all those things have kind of come together and he is just so much fun to watch. Like I enjoy watching Lamar Jackson play and weave through defenses and make plays. Like it reminds me of playing NCAA 14 and just recruiting <laughs> the guy who runs a four, four and has like 99 throw power. That's basically, I, I don't think Lamar has that arm, but you know what I'm saying here? He's um, so fun to watch. Yeah. And, and I like, I think the chiefs are going to be here next year and maybe another couple of years after that. I yeah. want Lamar Jackson to get his moment. It, it's a lot like, you know, you're a hockey fan. Alexander Ovechkin yeah. host, hoisting the Stanley Cup, right? He's right. only got one, but it felt really good to see him lift that trophy. That's why I want the Ravens to win this game. Yeah. And I think, like, and honestly, like, I'm always going to be a Delvin Cook fan, too. Like, I, you know, I think it would be real. it was really fun to see him get elevated last game and to see him um, bust a couple good runs. So I think it would be fun to see the Ravens win it. And it would be kind of a change of pace from the past few seasons. So, We'll see. On the flip side, we have the NFC championship game, which is more near and dear to Vikings fans heart because you have the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, How do you feel about the Lions getting the championship game? Because I feel like that's a debate on Twitter. Like, should you be cheering for the Lions or division rival? And yet there's a lot of good storylines with the Lions. You're kind of like. Good for those fans. Like, what do you think? Uh, It's so tough because I've seen the debate too, obviously. And like, for me, there's just so many different aspects of it. And I'll tell you who I want to win here in a second. But I will say like growing up here and growing up a Vikings fan. And so watching the NFC North, watching the Lions struggle for so many years, um, you know, and watching their fan base endure that. And, you know, for, for the, Fans who have been faithful to the Lions through all of that, I think it would be really cool. I mean, regardless of whether or not they win Sunday, it's been cool to see them kind of get this moment and this excitement. Um, 
I do uh, have a friend who um, is is married to Josh Reynolds on the Lions, and so it's been fun to see him kind of I ascend, I guess I would say, and have some big plays. So personally, for me, it's fun to see that um, for Josh and for Haley. I am rooting for the 49ers, though, for two reasons. I do find it hard to root for someone in our own division. I just do. Um, but the biggest reason is because CJ Ham, follow me here. CJ Ham is the first alternate for the Pro Bowl oh. <laughs> behind Kyle Juszczyk. Okay. And if the 49ers win this game and go to the Super Bowl, and I'm like, Kyle Juszczyk is great. I get it. Yeah. But if they win and if they go to the Super Bowl, CJ Ham will be in the Pro Bowl. And I love that for CJ. And I think he's deserving. And he's always going to be that step behind Kyle Juszczyk. And he makes that <laughs> joke himself. So I'm not slighting him. But um, so just on a personal level, I think it would be really fun to see CJ go back to the Pro Bowl. I'm going to the Pro Bowl to cover it. So I'm rooting for the Niners. Second straight year at the Pro Bowl, right? Where It's uh, in... Orlando this year? Yeah, it's back in Orlando. Okay. So it is my second straight year. I've been two other times before um, when it was in Orlando. And then obviously there was like a break where it wasn't held in person during COVID. Um, I went to Vegas last year. I'm excited about it being back in Orlando. I, I'm assuming it'll probably return to Vegas for future years. But obviously the Super Bowl being in Vegas this year, they switched it up. So I'm looking forward to that. And hopefully fans... I, I do understand, like, the Pro Bowl has a lot of mixed feelings around it, right? But I like the changes that they've made to it. I think it's a lot of fun for players to connect with peers around the league. I think it's just kind of some good, you know, harmless, low-pressure fun. So hopefully fans can see some of that, too, in the coming week or so. This is another game, I think, where I want one thing to happen, but I know the other thing will happen. I, I want Detroit to win. Okay. And it's for those loyal fans that are there. Not not like the ones that everybody's debating about, like posting everything, which yeah. why are you giving them attention? Let's let's think about this here. But it's also because personally, I can't stand the 49ers. I, I <laughs> Kyle Shanahan and his flat brimmed hats. You know, you have the whining about Brock Purdy getting hurt in last year's conference championship. And we would have been in the Super Bowl if this would happen. I'm like, oh, this. This sounds familiar. It sounds like the Viking season this year. And, and I mean, I used to love the 49ers. Like I had, I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember those like plastic lockers that you could have in your room? Oh yeah. And it would, it would be like a team. I actually had a 49ers one because I loved Steve Young and Jerry Rice and JJ Stokes, uh, Dana Stubblefield, Garrison Hurst. You know, this is, I am trying to think of more. 49er names, but I, but I love the 49ers mainly yeah. because they knocked the Packers out of the playoffs one year. So I thought it was awesome. <laughs> and then you have Kyle Juszczyk, who's a literal unicorn as a fullback right. and yeah. George Kittle, who is a massive wrestling fan. So I have to kind of like him by default, but yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I think it would be great uh, for the lions to win this game for yeah. their fan base, the good fans. And I also think it might be a little bit of wake up call to the Vikings just being like, hey, we got to make some changes because, oh, my, we'll be the Lions. Well, they, the Lions are in the Super Bowl, guys. We, we kind of got to, you know, put the hit the gas a little bit. So I think, you know, I think both games are going to be really fun. I think they're going to be Me competitive too. and and I'm looking forward to Sunday. Oh, I am, too. I'm I'm just excited to watch them. It's always hard to not 
be in the playoffs. But like I people ask me, like if I still, you know, watch the playoff games and like for the most part, yes. Like I think I missed part of one last year for a family event, which that will always come first for me. But like I still enjoy watching football. I like watching the playoffs. I'm excited for the game. I think it'll be a 49ers Ravens Super Bowl, or maybe that's just my wishful thinking. I'm not sure, but um, it'll be fun either way. It's it's the conspiracy, Lindsay. The logo is purple and red. So that is, I've also heard next year's is purple and green. So fingers crossed there. You, you, you never, never know. know. <laughs> um, what's going on at the Vikings Entertainment Network this offseason? Yeah, so we've been um, kind of rolling out our position recaps of the 2023 season, um, which are always fun just to go back and look at um, how the position groups did, kind of break it out by individual players, look at stats. So we've got that going on right now. Um, Craig Peters, my manager, he's going to be heading down to the Senior Bowl and getting some cool content down there. I'll be going to Pro Bowl, and then I believe Craig is also going to go to the Combine. So, you know, it kind of slows down a little bit as far as, like, current Vikings content, but we don't slow down. Like, we've got content coming for you, um, a lot of uh, preview kind of content, and then I'm also working on a few fun fan features that I think people will really enjoy reading. So, Keep an eye out because we've still we're still cranking the content over here at VEN. And to follow all of your great content, where can people follow you on social media? Yeah, for sure. You can follow me at Lindsay MN Sports. It's Lindsay with an E. Um, follow me over on Twitter. I guess X. I still call it Twitter. Um, but I would love to we're, we're that age. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. But I really do enjoy connecting with fans, um, and it's especially fun during this time of the year. So. Follow me over there if you're not already. And um, Chris, like I said, I always enjoy hopping on with you. This has been really fun. Yeah, it's great to have you on, Lindsay, as well. But that's all the time we got for the Viking Age podcast today. We do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also in podcast form on Apple and Spotify the very next day. So however you consume us, make sure you rate, comment, like, and subscribe so we can spread the word to the masses. For Lindsay Young, I'm Chris Shad. This has been the Viking Age Podcast. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.